From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome back to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're so glad you're with us this morning, bright and clear with a little snow on the ground, a little chilly outside. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Bill Schmidt is filling in today for Nick Bodie. We're so glad Billy's here uh, just to get us on the air. Just like old <laughs> times. A, yeah, just like old times. Yeah, I miss if, you guys. Yeah, if you yeah, want to get on too. board, 799-1250 is the phone number. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And if you want to email us live, just go to ceoguys at yahoo.com. So real quick, Dan, I got to mention, you saw me bring in this book this morning. Yeah. It's a kid's book, hardcover. And it's by Bob Allen and illustrated by Scott Alberts. It's called Walter the Wily Walleye. And it's basically, it's kind of done in poem form, you know. And uh, like for an example, in this first page it says, Swimming is my passion. I'm living in a lake. Swimming round just waiting for you, for goodness sake. And it's got all the pictures of and the walleye. Dr. Seuss-ish like. Yeah, kind of Dr. Seuss-ish. And, and, and the illustrations are just awesome. They're, they're really interesting. And uh, this is something that, you know, you sit down with your kid or your grandkid, you know, and you read it to them, and they can, you can point out the pictures and what they're doing and all that. And, and the kids always ask questions. Why is that? What is that? Who are they, you know, what's going on there? So, and uh, it, it, it's a very nice book. I mean, it's very well done. Hardcover, beautiful yeah, so four-color printing and all that. As I was telling Tom, uh, <clears throat> I'm not insulting you guys or listeners out there, but a lot of our listeners are, oh, a little on the older side like us, Tom, that mm-hmm. might have, call it a hunch, might have some grandkids. Yeah. And this is a great, this is perfect. great, great you know, book to sit down on the couch with your kids mm-hmm. and, and read a book with them. Kids like yep. to be read, too. So it'd be a great yeah. Christmas present for the grandpa to get the grandkids. Yeah. And if you want to know where to or get grandma. them, you just go to this website called BobAllenAuthor.com. BobAllenAuthor.com. Got that? Bob And Allen is A-L-L-E-N. BobAllenAuthor.com. I like um, I like yeah. the title too, Walter the Wily, Wily Walla. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, when we leave the show today, Danny, I'm going over to see my grandkids and my granddaughter. She understands this stuff because she's uh, well, she's going to be six in January. So I am going to sit down with her and read this, and because uh, she's already caught catfish, bluegills, and largemouth bass, she's already caught fish. So I got a better under- idea. Why don't you ask her to read it to you? Wouldn't that be cute well, to have your daughter read it? I bet a six-year-old could read that. Uh, she knows some of the words, probably. Yeah, that's a good idea. Does it so have an age you, rating in the book? Well, we uh, no, I don't. I didn't see an age rating. No, I guess as long as you kids. know the words, it's okay. As long, yeah, I can ask her if she knows maybe. them, but maybe. But yeah, if so, there's a word you don't know. Ask the kid. Yeah, but th- this would be, yeah, 
this would be a nice Christmas gift if you got, you know, younger kids that like to fish. Yeah. You know, that's one He's of the... He's had a lot of yeah. concussions. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things that... I guy forgets. We have to... It's one of the things we have to do is get get kids involved with fishing. No, and, and no we don't. Yeah, I we want do. the lakes to myself. <laughs> why, why, why is everybody all worried about getting kids involved in yeah. hunting and fishing? Listen, I'm getting older. I'm getting ready to retire here. I've had enough battling with other meatheads for my hunting and fishing spots. I'm going to be an ornery old man, and I want the woods to myself. Dang it. I think the audience I knows you. Some, I think they I don't know want you're. Nobody. I think they know you're talking nobody. tongue in cheek. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> you want to go on that lake mine, and be mine, the only mine. boat there? <laughs> I'm like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, and Daffy Duck's fighting with bugs for the gold. I'm Daffy Duck. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> want... Yeah. Oh yeah. So BobAllenAuthor.com. I'm sure he will sell you one. Don't buy the kid a gun or a fishing rod. Get him a video game. <laughs> yeah, get him. Just keep him out of my woods. Another one. So, Danny, you yes. had another experience. Yes, yes, I did. So I'm thinking, you know, I was what? Do I tell the tale or don't I tell the tale? But I think I'm going to tell the tale. So. You guys all heard about my night spent sleeping in the field, looking at the coyotes run by and howling when my four-wheel drive went out. So last week after the show, the four-wheel drive wasn't fixed, but I figured that I wouldn't uh, that I wouldn't drive out onto the field, but I could still walk out and and do my hunt with the crossbow. So I had been up there the week before, in between getting stuck on the uh, on the uh, field. And I'd found a spot off the field where there was a scrape running along the uh, running along the uh, um, the woods edge, but there was a little knoll. And so what I did was I thought there's an ideal spot where there's a log right there. I could sit up against that on the ground, and it's really steep. And I found that deer and game generally, if you're up above them, just like in a tree stand, mm-hmm. they're way less likely to detect you than if you're down at the bottom. Right, right. Because yeah. if they're up on top, they pick you up, mm-hmm. pick you up, just like a hunter. If you're looking down, you can see all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. moving. So anyway, I was sitting there in the rain on Saturday night, and I'm thinking, this was a dumb plan. I've been sitting here four hours, and it's one of those things where I'm thinking, I can't wait to go home. I, I mean, back to the motel. I can't wait to get out of here. I kept looking at my clock. Thinking, okay, only 15 more minutes and I can end this misery. And uh, catch a little movement. And you know what, Tom? I should have caught it earlier, but I was just daydreaming. It was almost mm-hmm. getting close to last shooting light. See something moving. I look down there and holy cow, here's a big buck. It's coming right perfect along the trail. I'd ranged the trail at 40 yards. It's on the inside of the woods. And it's, it's about five yards from walking into the trail that I cleared. And I'm thinking, I can't believe this. I can't doggone believe it. My plan's going to work. So I put the, uh, get the crossbow, and I, I get the 40-yard little, you know, sight on there inside the scope. I put it up. I wait. I wait. Nothing happens. And I'm like, what the heck? I lower the crossbow. The thing had stopped and was turning around and went back out onto the field on a different trail. I watched it go across the field. One car stopped to look at this buck as it's coming across the field. It went and stood in the middle of the road. Another car stopped and off to the other side of the farm. And 
you know, they say animals might have a sixth sense. Why that thing turned around, I have no idea. Wow. It should have stepped right into the opening. So, so, I, so that was the good part of the trip. I saw a nice buck, and I thought, oh, well, you know, I almost had a shot. So the next morning, it's raining, and I was going to hunt, but something told me, you know, don't just go home. Yeah, I mean, something just told me, just get back. It was raining, and there could be a lot of traffic, and the Dells, one accident yeah. can mess things up. So I'm driving uh, right by the Wisconsin Dells, cruising along 70 miles an hour. All of a sudden, I feel like a lurch, and all of a sudden, I lose throttle response on the truck. I'm like, oh, no. But fortunately, I was right by an exit. <clears throat> I mean, it's amazing that I was right by an exit, no vehicles in the, to my you know, right. I got right over, and within 100 yards, I was on this exit, and it went downhill. So that was a blessing. So I was able to coast all the way down into the Wisconsin Dells on exit 87, pull off on the shoulder, and I'm stuck there, pouring rain. Vehicle won't start, and I'm like, I can't believe this. So the best thing I ever did, though, Tom, was I upgraded my AAA membership from the yeah. standard, which is $55. A, you know, I sent them $35 two months ago, and it includes 100 miles of unlimited towing. And I was 104 miles from home, and I was lucky enough to make the call to AAA. I can't say enough about those guys. Everybody should belong mm -hmm. to them. They loaded up my truck, and next thing you know, I'm driving in this truck with this guy, hauling butt down the road in a you know big old tow truck with my my truck up on top of the flatbed, and this guy's kind of driving like a maniac. I'm thinking, boy, I hope I make it back to Milwaukee, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I got it over to uh, Soren's Ford, and I will put a word in for Soren's Ford. They got a really good service department. Um, you know, some service departments, you go in and you try and explain to the mechanic and they look like you're a moron mm. when you're trying to explain what happened. They really listened and took the details down and they were able to diagnose the four-wheel drive problem was actually like some motor that attaches, I don't know, something. The guy actually, the mechanic actually tapped on it and, it, and the four-wheel drive would engage, kind of like guys would tap on a starter yeah, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he replaced that, and then uh, there's a throttle response control deal that went, and that's why I lost throttle throttle okay. control. Um, but the problem is, nothing's cheap. It still cost me $1,400. Oh, jeez. But I, at least it didn't happen in the middle of the night up yeah, by yeah. Douglas County driving right. in a snowstorm right. in yeah. a week or two from now. Wow. So, you know, I'm just jinxed right now. Oh, that's not the rest of the story. Uh-oh. I borrowed Lowy's truck Yeah. Monday to drive to work, right? Because my truck's at Soren's. I get two miles from school. The vehicle starts to shudder. No. The engine light comes on. I'm like, I can't flipping believe it. <laughs> oh, no. So, fortunately, um, there's a real nice place right on 27th, LAS Auto. Mm -hmm. And I took it to that guy there. Real nice guy. I used to work with his uh, ex-wife and daughter. And I took it into him, and it turned out to be a spark plug. Oh. So $145 later, I replaced that for Lowy. Fortunately, I was mm. able to drop it off there, run yeah. to school, come back. I've been running all week. That hunting trip was a week ago. It seems like it was six months ago. So much has happened. <laughs> You've had a lot happen to you And the then last I get home, weeks. right, and Lowy's got windows being put in my place. Yeah. They've got... The window's knocked out. It's like the whole wall's knocked out, practically. Yeah. And they got plastic screen. It's like a 12 by 12 part of my kitchen and living room is walled off because they're replacing windows. 
Oh, jeez. My life is total turmoil. Just total turmoil. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm due to get a big buck this year because everything's and, going wrong. And Billy, they wonder why he has a beer once in a while. No, no. <laughs> but I might do the rumba soon. Yeah. Thing I'm going to do in the rumba. Yeah, so that was oh, my week. Man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, there's Something's got to go right for you soon. Let's hope so. We got to go to a break, folks. Coming up next is the football picking contest. Now, if you have won before any of our contests, if you have won in the last month or six weeks, do not call. We keep a list. We're checking it twice, just like Santa Claus. And if your name's on the list, we're not going to take your call. We want more. We want a diverse audience winning these prizes. So diversity. That's yes, what we're encouraging in our. Yeah. If you uh, have won in the last month correct. or six weeks, diversity. don't call. Seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. You We've will had too win many mail callers, a ten dollar huh? gift certificate to Curly's tip. Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. They are sponsoring the NFL football picking contest. So call now seven nine nine twelve fifty and be the contestants. We'll be right back with more. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Billy Schmidt filling in today. We'll be right back. I'll go. I began to shine. Looked up at the sky and told the moon his little tale of woe. Shine. Shine on harvest moon. Now, if any of our listeners... Can call at 799 after the football picking contest. After. If you can tell me who this artist is doing this song, I'll send you some mini mites. <laughs> if you know who this is, play it up a little bit louder. This list. All right. <laughs> Anyway, so like after the football picking contest, you call 799-1250. Tell me who was this artist doing that song. And uh, if you get it right, we will, I mean, I will send you some mini mites. How about that? All right. Uh, now we have, do you get any music for the football picking contest? You got that. Uh, I find some for you. That NFL thing. We always kind of like that playing, you know, that's kind of cool. We, we never have the right one lately. Like this? Yeah, it's never the right one. But that's all right. Well, there's it's, like 19 I different know. ones. It's, yeah. it's like the newer one. Or, but anyway, this is good. It is now time for the NFL Football Picking Contest, brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. A $10 gift certificate will be yours if you tie or beat any one of us three here at the studio. And trust me, folks, that's real easy to do. Seven nine nine twelve. We got a contestant, right? His name's Chris, and he's from Muskego. All right. Hey, good morning, Chris. How you doing today? Good morning, boys. Yeah, you follow uh, the NFL, right? Sure do. All right. And have you ever been out to Curly's on Pewaukee Lake? I have. It's yeah. a beautiful place. Yeah, it's an awesome place, man. I like that place. Good food, good drinks, good people, a lot of fun. TVs all over the place. Perfect and I... French fries. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They are. Have you ever had them? I have, yeah. yeah. And they are. They're perfect, aren't they? Yeah, they're perfect. Everyone. Everyone is the same. It's like, how did they do that? Hey, while, we're, while we're on the waterfront, while we're on the waterfront uh, topic, a uh, special shout-out to Pawn Shop, Paul, who is Curly, yeah, oh. who owns Curly's Waterfront yeah. Pub. Yeah. One of his best good friends, yeah. Okay. I bumped into him the other day. Did you? Yeah, he says, yeah. give a shout-out. Yeah, well, you just did. Just did. There we go. <laughs> All right, Billy. 
Who do we have first? We got the NFL, the Wisconsin game first. Oh, and by the way, last week I took Rutgers into 30 points. And so I won. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right. is, he, is he gloating over there, yeah, Billy? Right, right, right. Hey, I know right. exactly hey, what he okay. wanted me to If I got a lot. Good job, Tom. Did, did if, I have to get out of the chair to give hey, him a pat yeah, on the back? Or if I Standing get a, ovation, if Bill. All my locks have come in this year. All my locks of the week. So, But anyway, take He's it away, Billy. two locks all year. Two locks. Well, there's all still time. There's still time. I have to be. Well, I got to watch it with those. Well, Badgers on the road yeah. facing number 20 Penn State, getting nine points on the road. Penn State's getting nine. Wisconsin is uh, getting excuse nine. Excuse me. Wisconsin is getting nine. Yeah. And Chris, who do you like in this one? You know why it kills me? I'm going to go Penn State. All right. Danny? All right. Not our year this year, guys. Penn State. Uh, I'm agreeing. Penn State. Yeah. I'll go with Wisconsin. You're going to go with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I think if they can run the ball, they'll be all right. All right. Yeah, we'll keep it within a touchdown. We'll see. This coming from an ex-college but, lineman yeah. here. Yeah. Thinking, yeah, let's do they still, do they, are they still going to play their backup quarterback? Or is Hornybrook okay to play? No, it appears that it's going to be Cone. It will be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're planning for the future, I think. So with the Vikings off, yeah. it's uh, Lions and Bears as we go to the NFC North with Chicago hosting Giving six and a half. Chris, who you got? Uh, you know, it's, it's weird. I, I think Chicago's sort of real this year. I'm going to go with Chicago. Yeah, they are kind of real, aren't they? Danny, who do you yeah. like? Lions and Bears? No. Oh, my. Uh, I would say it's the Bears. Uh, that Trubisky is a good quarterback there. Yeah, I. you know what? I, I got to say Chicago, too. Yeah. Billy? That's a clean sweep for me. Yeah, okay. I think we're, Chicago's We're good. all agreeing. Is that a lock, Tom? We're all. Uh, is no, that one I, of Tom's locks? Six not, and a half? No, it's not a lock. Don't, don't go to the tell pay us window. when he gets there. And yeah. I'm just trying to know because I yeah. want to go to the window with whatever Tom's that's locking right. down. That's right. Me too. He's 2-0. Oh. Oh. That's right. right. And I owe Tom $12. Oh, that's right. Don't forget that. Yeah. yeah. After I come back from my weekend, stall <laughs> truck, then I got to come home to you, you. <laughs> Blankety blank. Our, our horse Dad, is, you owe me twelve dollars. Yeah. We'll just wait till you get out hey, to the car. I saw yeah. him put a little note I, on your windshield. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our horses did not. Our, hey, you know what, Chris? He put me, a boot yeah. on my tire. Me and Danny, our, our horses I, didn't come in bucks. last week. <laughs> we bet we're big betters, boy. I'll tell you. Anyway, and 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 with the Green Bay Packers hosting the Miami Dolphins, giving the Dolphins ten points at Lambeau Field, Chris. I, I heard last night it was nine and a half. That's what uh, happens you know in a move with money. I know, I know. Uh, so it's 10 now. I'm going to go with uh, Packers winning the game, but the Dolphins are going to cover. So you're so taking the, the Dolphins, Dolphins in the points, huh? Yeah. All right, Danny? Yeah, I'll take the Dolphins in the points. You know, we we got a bunch of young guys now. They haven't been winning. Now it's going to be cold. Yeah. Hey, I don't think they got the moxie anymore. They don't have the veteran leadership. Well, I, I am definitely – this isn't a lock, but I'm definitely taking the Packers. Uh, Dolphins, uh, they're bringing in their backup, I think. Isn't that right? Brock Osweiler yeah. will play again. Yep. Brock's yeah. good, though. Yeah. Well, He's all right. He yeah. used to play in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cold in Denver, Tom. Yeah, and they got rid of him for a reason. Uh, no, um, Packers – Packers are going to eat words, got, buddy. Packers got something to prove this week. He's going to put a in Brock the cold in your weather. Osweiler, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> they got something to prove. And I think they're going to really try to prove it this week. I really think so. Well, and McCarthy. Right. And let's face it, prove McCarthy. What? McCarthy's job is on the line. He's got to win every game now. So yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris. Well, good luck. Oh, by Billy, who do you got? I'll go with Green Bay. I think they okay. cover. Okay. Did you get? Uh, oh, you got Chris's stuff. Yep, okay. Good. Excellent. Excellent. 
Did you ask me what I was going with? Did I pick, make no, my pick? No, you didn't get to either. Yeah, but you he just did. Went right past you. Yeah. No. Did I? Oh, I'm. Sorry. I thought I did. Eh, you know what it is. Go ahead. I'll go with uh, Miami with those points. Thank you. And you're going with Green Bay. You're going Green Bay too. Yeah. yeah. I. I do. It means they got to win by more than ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. they can. Yeah, I think. No way. I think they got something to prove. I think their no running chance. game will really kick into gear 31-3. this week. Thirty-one-three. Yeah. I. I think it's going to be a big score. Yeah. I think I think they'll win by way more than ten. Bring back yeah. Sam Congato, or what was his name? That was it. That was it. Was, was that it? it? Sam Congato. Sam Con. Remember, we brought Sam Con in, and he played great for the last half of the season back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, He's probably selling and, insurance and, somewhere. And who was that tall, lanky guy during the Super Bowl run? Um, running back, uh, James Starks. Yeah, Starks came in in the second half of that season and did terrific. You know. So it's like, you know, you bring in these guys and all of a sudden, boom, they're great. And then what happens to them? I don't know. Let's not forget Turdell Middleton. Oh. Or, or um oh, uh, the defensive back, the little guy who was a we always said we see, his nickname was Middleton. the vaccinator because he was going to T-Buck because he was going to give you a shot. Oh, was T-Buck, <laughs> he was Jim Thorpe. The vaccinator. <laughs> uh, you know one of the best backs I uh, I saw that unfortunately got injured twice, tore his knee up twice. Uh, way back in the 70s, uh, when they drafted Eddie Lee Ivory, I think he was oh, out yeah. of Georgia, that kid was like lightning in preseason. He looked, I mean, just like quick, fast. Yeah. Then he tore up his knee twice, and he had a decent decent career. Yeah, he did. And then yeah. there was the old journeyman, Eric Torkelson. Eric Torkelson. Remember for Dan Devine? Yeah. Eric Torkelson was the white guy, yeah. the all-around journeyman yeah. back. Hey, I got a question. Then Barty Smith, they bat- drafted him. Cloud of dust, <laughs> one yard in the cloud of yeah. dust. Number one pick, Barty Smith. Got a question. I, I want to ask this to Billy when he's off the phone too, because you know he's the sports guy on the big show and other shows. You know, he knows yeah, he is. Stuff. Billy, yeah, he's big. Uh, you know, why aren't the Packers using their fullback? Do they even have a fullback still? Tom, I can answer that question. Why is that? In the NFL, the fullback position has kind of become more and less obsolete. As, yeah, it has. As I know. it's gone to more passing games, rather than have a big bruising fullback back there, they would just prefer to put another tight end out there or another wide receiver out there. But, the old H back out there, but you as know, opposed to when, having a when we fullback. had when we had Kuhn as a fullback, he was he he caught passes too. He ran. Well, but we why had Rutkowski last year, yeah. didn't we? Isn't that his name? The big. Well, now it's Rutkowski. Yeah, yeah. But why aren't they using? The of- yeah, but they why don't? Mm. Why aren't yeah. they using a fullback anymore? I mean. They don't really have any on the team. I think what they did more is they, they, they cut him for more of their wide receivers that they have. Because yeah. they kept seven wide receivers right, to start out right. camp. But I don't know. It just seems like, you know, they, they it seemed like the Packers always did well with a fullback yeah, leading no, you're right. a they run. Haven't, they haven't had and, one in yeah. many formations and, at and, all and, this year. Yeah, and, and fullbacks that could catch the ball, too, even, coming uh, out of the backfield. Even back in the day <clears throat> when we had uh, Edgar Bennett and Dorsey, mm-hmm. we had uh, William Henderson. Yeah. Henderson. Pancaking linebackers yeah. and making the occasional play when they were keying on everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten away from it. Realistically, I liked Mike Holmgren's office, offense way better than the Mike McCarthy one. Holmgren's offense was like, he, he'd script those first 15 plays, and it was unbelievable to watch those Packers teams in those years march down the field in the first drive, and it was like surgery. 
Zip, 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 touchdown. Yeah. Short passes run right down the field. They had those first 15 plays scripted, and I think the Packers still do it, but it looks like the defenses know exactly what we're going to do because it's not like we zip, zip right down right. the field anymore. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got to go to a break, folks. Mm-mm. Not yet. No? Not yet? Okay. Why? What right. about your music trivia? We have two members trying oh, to. Oh, we do. Oh, okay. Let's put them on. Who are they? All right, we got Frank and Bayview. First okay. Up. Hey, good morning, Frank. Do you know who did that song? Morning. Yes, I do. Who? Leon Redbone. God, you're good. Yes. How did you know that? I uh, kind of in the music a lot, so yeah, almost yeah. as much as fishing. You know, it, it, it's funny. I didn't think anybody would ever remember Leon Redbone. Didn't oh, he have he a rib very... joint down the street there no. in Madison? <laughs> no. Very distinctive voice. Well, that's just it. It was very distinctive, and he did a lot of the older songs, you know, and that, and it, yeah. he, he, he was very distinctive. All right, uh, did you leave your uh, name and address with Billy yet? No? Stay no, on. Stay on the line, all right? Okay. And we'll get it. All right, thanks. Yeah. Uh, sorry about the other caller. Sorry you didn't get a chance because this guy got it first. That's yeah, <laughs> not know? third grade soccer. Not everybody no. gets a trophy yeah, in this that's world. That's right. Not everybody. Suck it up, Buttercup. All right. We'll be right Life's back. tough. Then you die. Yeah, we'll be right back with more. Uh, Billy will get your name and address. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Got to pay some bills. We'll be right back with Dan Bush, me, Tom Neubauer, and Baby Tausch, that's Billy Schmidt, filling in this morning. The Skipper Buds, cutting edge outdoors. Thanks for joining and listening. Hopefully, uh, if you're not fishing or hunting, you're working on uh, getting your rifle uh, <clears throat> ready for the big hunt. Um, many places are available to uh, go and sight in your uh, sight in old Betsy. So make sure that you do uh, get <laughs> sighted in and get ready for the big hunt. Tom, I'll be uh, working on packing my truck yeah. this weekend, even trying to get everything ready so I can... Uh, Take off. I'll be uh, gone next week, Saturday. Perhaps right. I'll call you from the Big Woods, though, up on my right. wealthy estate in Douglas County. Right. All right. Yeah, that, yeah that's right. Next week is the 20th. Word is uh, up in Douglas County. <clears throat> now, the bucks have been running and rutting down here. Yeah. My brother was up there this weekend. Didn't find any real scrapes or rubs. There's some does running around. Uh, the deer population seems higher. Uh, I talked to a guy who uh, was from Superior this week, and he hunts up there. He said they're just starting now. Yeah. And he said the population is, you know, coming back up there. So that's good. Got to crack some bucks. Could be it'd be good. They tend to rut later the further north. Do you know why? Because that means the fawns will be dropped later in the spring because weather's tougher up there. Um, my goofy son, Nick, and his goofy father-in-law and goofy brother-in-law there, where they're hunting, they, they've they been sleeping in their vehicles last year and this year. Instead of going to a motel like they used to do, they planned on staying on the farm that they're hunting at and sleep in their vehicles at night. And I said, are you guys nuts? Motels aren't that expensive. I mean, why, oh, they just want to do that. It's that atmosphere. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, hey, listen. I think they're all goofy. And Listen, <laughs> I'll tell in you your what. Car. After spending a night in the truck a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you don't want to do you that. You don't want to no. do that, no. All right, here, we got a couple of emails. Real quick, um, this is from Adam. 
Adam says, I kind of understand why some people like to keep their fishing spots on the hush-hush. However, you can always tell people where you are fishing because they might not know the same technique. So for your listeners, one of my big uh, pr- one of my big producers for walleye when I'm not musky fishing would be in South Bay on Banana Lake. Banana Lake happens to be on the can't tell them chain. Of course, it's in Vilas County, and I think he's saying this tongue-in-cheek with a good laugh. Yeah, banana uh, Bay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 on can't tell chain. Anyway, so, okay, Adam. <laughs> Wasting away, you know, Banana Bay. And then we have this one. This is, this is. That? You know, we've had more emails in oh, one day than we did the previous eight months, Tom. This is, uh. Okay, this is not. This is one of these. Uh, you get a disparaging email, Tom. Well, Someone it's one angry. of those. No, we angered the gods. No, we we get emails. I filter them during the week of uh, these people that are trying to sell something or whatever, you know. So you know the spam stuff, you know. So uh, that well, was one of those. How do you know it's those. not something I might want to buy? I, I need some new kitchen knife, steak knife. <laughs> and if I order today, they'll throw in a. Um, I don't know a. Uh, but if you act now, you get a, another one, and just. Just pay uh, just a little extra fee involved. Two for the price of one. I did get my yeah. pillow, you know. What pillow? My pillow, Tom. Oh, what do you mean, what? My wait, pillow. Everybody knows got, my pillow. You got your pillow? Mike Lindell. Yeah, you got your pillow? And my pillow. You like your pillow? I do like my pillow. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, my neck's much better. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I'm a very happy guy. Okay. But now they keep sending me offers. Email. You know, once someone gets your email address. Oh, boy, yeah. God forbid. And then they share it with other people, other pl- businesses, because they get money for that, for their big email lists. And then you'll get emails from all over the place trying to sell you something. Yeah, you get scams uh, yeah. stuff. So, hey, before I forget, uh, yeah. we want to thank our uh, Wisconsin law enforcement out there. We support the blue, all law enforcement, mm-hmm. first responders and military, cutting edge outdoors. You know, when I see a, a police vehicle parked in a parking lot, I... I, I like that because they're watching your vehicle so it doesn't get broken. The gym <laughs> yeah. that I go to and stuff. Yeah. So it's good to see those guys on the job. But you won't believe in my last week, I told you it's been a, just a, a nightmarish week of just in between trying to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday morning, you'll never guess what happened. Was this going to work? Yes, kind of. The spark plug went out. <laughs> no, even before that. So I did get a rental vehicle. Yeah. And uh, so I walked outside the building at about 6.30 in the morning, and I look. And there is somebody with a big screwdriver. No. Trying to break into Big Guy's Magic Shop. No. Prying at the window. And guess what? It's a kid. And he's got a dog on a leash. Uh, it's, he's got a, it's a, it's, it's so, I don't know, maybe one of our listeners would know who it is. It was a little young chocolate lab on a red leash and there's a kid wearing a blue parka with the hood up and I see him starting to pry at the corner of the window. I go, Hey, what do you do? And he real quick hides it and he goes, uh, I'm trying to get my stuff. And I said to him, well, what do you mean? What stuff? Well, uh, he owes, the guy owes me money. I'm like, well, how much? Well, uh, 10. Uh, he, he, and he kind of mumbled something about he gave him 20 and he owes him 10. So I said to him, I said, well, I said, you're going to get yourself in trouble with the police here if you're breaking into a place. I said, uh, why, don't, uh, why don't I try and help you? Because I know 
you know, the owners of the shop. And if he owes you 10 bucks, I'll have him call you or I'll call you and let you know you, when he's open, you can get your $10. So I entered his name and phone number on my phone. Uh-huh. And of course, when I contacted the magic shop, there's part of me was wishing being as I work with special needs kids that can do dumb things. Part of me was wishing that maybe they did owe him some change or something. And he was doing a dumb kid thing yeah. trying to get in. Yeah. But of course, uh, he was given a story because big guy says, you know, I don't know. Kids this are kid. trying to, <laughs> kids are trying to, uh, yeah. And apparently, um, anyway, there was some damage done more than I didn't realize that he'd been prying prior to that on a different part of the window and damaged it. And fortunately, big guy had closed and locked that window the night before it had been open because the weather oh, had been nice. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, they did report it to the, to the police. And uh, that name and number we give you was that legit? I don't know. I gave it to to oh, big guy, and then okay. big guy was going to give it uh, to the police. To yeah. the police, yeah. And uh, so, how? Why would a kid be out in broad daylight trying to pry his way and climb in a window? Or is that that? That's it just weird. doesn't I make did, any that, sense. No, it There's got to be somebody who lives in the neighborhood. Oh there. yeah, it's got to be somebody close by. He's out walking his dog. And then when I left, right? So he didn't run off. He gave me the name and number. And then he walked and walked around the front of the magic shop to leave. And when I went to pull out on the street, he was gone. Oh. Nowhere. So he has to live somewhere yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. So just strange. Wow. That was my week. That delayed me 15 minutes yeah. getting to work. It's just, yeah. what next? Got a lot I'm going to see an alien next? Going. Am I going to see a Bigfoot? Maybe. I got Billy back here. I guess I got, that, <laughs> that knocks one of Bigfoots off, <laughs> off the list. <laughs> Sorry, okay, Billy. Okay, with Sorry, that, Billy. we're going to go to a break. <laughs> Stay Rather tuned. Rather hairless Bigfoot, but yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot nonetheless. Yeah. Stay tuned for more jocularities here on... Ooh, big word, Tom. <laughs> jocularities. Jocularities. Yeah. yeah, right here on the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll be right back on 107 F- F- uh, 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're on the air, Danny. You're... No, I'm not. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just turned him off. Oh, you turned him off, boy, over there. Me and Billy were yeah. having our own laugh. Good. Now, see, Tom, I got well, an idea. You know, maybe yeah. five years from now when I retire, I'm thinking, how about uh, Billy and Bushy in the morning? That's what, what, you, like what do you think? That's, That's what I like to hear. Let's do it. Billy and Bushy in the morning. We'd that, be like the odd rhymes. couple, right? That rhymes. I'm like yeah. uh, an old, white, lean, good-looking, lean, mean fighting machine. White guy and Billy's a young studly fellow. Not so mm. lean. <laughs> oh jeez. White guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna so say lean. of mixed descent. <laughs> you know? It'd be perfect. Yeah. He's got the young guy's view on things. I got the old guy's view on things. 
I think we could have some great insights. <laughs> I, I got a view on things. What do you got there? Hey, you kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm shutting down this computer now. That's it. If you can figure out how. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, You've we're, come a long way, Tom, with your technology. Hey, I, of technolo- I know how to do emails and eBay. And, there you go. Uh, that's all I, was, I. That's all I need to know. Because when I was in here, there was still a lot of days where we had to make sure that the email was able to come on up. Yeah, true. <laughs> you helped us a lot, Bill. And one thing with technology. Okay, you see this key, Tom? Yes. Okay, this just isn't like any key. That's this not. Is, this is not like this key, this key, and this key. No, no. That's no. a different. You want to know why these keys are different? Why is I found that this different, out today, Danny? Tom? Why? This is my truck key. Can I? Because I've lost my keys over the years. I was down to one key left after eleven yeah. years. So I just, you'd think you'd say, uh, can you guys just cut me another key for, you know, I don't know, $2? No, Tom. There's a computer chip in this black part of the key, right? Yeah. They got to code it. So getting a new key for your truck costs $100. Yeah, Not oh, just yeah. a couple bucks. And I said to the guy at Sorens, I said, well, that just seems a way to me that technology is not making our lives any better. And he started laughing. He says, huh, you think that's bad? You should see the new vehicles. The new vehicles have more technology and more stuff to go wrong, more, you know, with all the computer stuff. It could just be a few. And it's not like the old days, Tom, where I could even change a fuse on my old vehicles. You could go down by your uh, gas pedal or their different fuses. You could change them. No, you got to take it in and have a tech guy check it now. So you're at the mercy of one little computer chip or some relay switch fuse that you can't get at that you got to take... From going wrong in the middle of a trip. In fact, the guy who told me last told me last week told me this. He says, we tow more new vehicles than we do old vehicles. Because those computer chips go out. He said, yeah. he said the technology has not, the reliability has not caught up with the technology. Mm-hmm. In other words, they're making new vehicles all the time, charging a fortune for them, by the way. But they're trying to try and use all this technology, and, and maybe it's to push for lower emissions in, in yeah, gas no, and yeah. stuff. In fact, the the ve- rental vehicle I had from Enterprise, guess what? If you don't ter- hit a switch when you first start it up, when you go to a stop sign and stop, yeah, the engine shuts off. What? Yes, the engine shuts off. All of a sudden, you're, you'll see the tachometer go down to zero. And then when you go to leave, as soon as you touch the gas pedal, it re-engages. Evidently, it's so you're not burning gas at idle. Another way that they're trying to uh, help with get better gas, Mm -hmm. gas mileage. But with all this technology, one stupid thing goes wrong and you're screwed. Well, Danny, you know what this is? This is a key fob, right? Yeah, that would have cost me another $100 yeah. to get it's one of those sons fob. of guns. I said, just get me the you one You know what's key. inside of that key fob is a key. Life bolt. See that? It's a key. It's inside of the key fob here. Let me put it back in. It's like a switchblade? No, it's just it a it key. It's out. back in there. But what I did, you know how you get two sets of keys? Yeah. Well, on the other set of keys, I took the key out, and it's in my wallet. Because twice in my life, I have locked my keys in the car with it running. Mm-hmm. So I keep a key in my wallet because these key fobs, like I said, have a key in back there. Well, the so. one good thing is my vehicle, if the vehicle is running or even if the key is in, I don't think it lets me hit that side lock thing. No, this one, mine, mine will allow me if, uh, 
Yeah, it, well, at, le at least on uh, other vehicles, I could do it. But the nice thing about this is, you know, like there's a battery in your key fob, which I had to change, okay? there's a, no, Not in this one, but in, a while back. Anyway, but there's a battery in here. And if that battery dies, you can't unlock the doors because you got to press a button. But that's why they got a key in it so you can pop the key out and unlock the door. Well, you know, I uh, and I've still got, start the car then. <laughs> I've got the the number code thing on the oh, side yeah, of the door. Oh yeah, you got the numbers. Yeah, and I used to use that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'd just leave my keys in the car and think mm -hmm. I'll just use the code. Guess what? With mm -hmm. stuff that's going on now, I'm not doing that anymore. Because what if all of a sudden whatever computer, yeah. whatever oh, yeah, chip, exactly. whatever yeah. relay controls yeah. that electrical thing yep. goes out? Yep. I could be stuck in the middle of a farm field again with my keys locked in the, in my car. Exactly right, Fuck. Danny. You don't trust anything these days, guys. No, you got to be careful with that stuff. Hey, uh, Tom, and now your your son is oh. going deer hunting. Oh, he's he got he's he's up there. He's matter of fact, he shot a buck yesterday. Oh, he did. Yeah, he arrowed a buck with his crossbow, and uh, he said, "Oh, he he loves that crossbow." Oh yeah. He said uh, the buck came. He was watching. As a matter of fact, a buck bedded behind him, and he was waiting for it to get up, <laughs> and then another buck came over. And and woke like it got up and they started fighting. So he's watching his buck, these two bucks fighting. Eventually, another buck came around, and this one stood in front of him. And uh, he, he when he shot with his crossbow, those things go so fast, so accurate, and it's that smaller bolt. You oh know? yeah, man, they're he deadly. Said it went zoof, and and he said, and then the duck, the buck started walking away, like and it he, wasn't. And hit. he said, "Did I hit it? Did I? I couldn't have missed." Was it no. No, in about 10, 15 yards, it fell over. <laughs> it just, the arrow, the bolt, the bolt just went right through it. Sometimes I think you know? if you drill it right through them and it doesn't hit a rib, if you, if I think if they yeah. hit a bone or a rib, then they yeah. feel the the jolt, the shock. Yeah, yeah. But if you just drill one right through it, yeah, yeah. You've it, heard it that. hit it hit like three of the vitals. You know, I mean, it just went right through them. Just, but he said, yeah, it just started walking away, and he thought he missed it. But then after about ten yards, fifteen yards, it just <laughs> fell over. Now you were so. even asking me last year what kind of uh, broadheads to get for the crossbow yeah, when he had that thing because you yeah. want to get one specifically for. Yeah, Cross he wanted if you to have, get. If you have the mechanic, does he have like the Rage mechanical ones that I, open on impact? Because that's know. what I got. I don't know. You know, I'm really I bummed. I, I was this close, Tom, last week to, you know, I, I set up in a spot I'd never mm -hmm. sat before, but I, I, I saw that scrape and I found that knoll and I took an hour clearing a little trail and I naturally, that buck had no idea I was up there. Yeah. And my plan worked perfect. But maybe where it he came did. Down. Nah, he was because, he was because he turned away. Nah, nah, he was he was he had the females on his mind. Oh, I think he oh. came out and he didn't sniff anything this way, yeah. and he turned around to go out the other way. Yeah, and uh, yeah. headed out. He was just moseying, yeah. you know, on search. And, and man, I was waiting to let one fly with that crossbow. It would have been great. Yeah. Well, today Nick is uh, gonna try to get a doe now, uh, so. Uh, so, so we can have two deer in the freezer. So, do you yeah. know how much average meat you get from an average-sized deer, Tom? It's not as much as what people would think. You know, fifty pounds. Yeah, no, forty-five to fifty pounds yeah. from an average-sized mm -hmm. deer. I think I saw a thing, but from a butcher years ago, he said an average, you know, uh, deer might weigh, um, you know, I don't know, dressed hundred. I don't know, 140 or something like that. 140 or, to 170, you get, and you maybe. get about yeah. maybe a third, you know, about 50 pounds. Yeah. The most meat I ever got from a buck was one I shot a couple of years ago. I got 86 pounds of 
86 pounds of bone meat from it. And that, that was that was the biggest deer I ever shot. Yeah. Well, Danny, uh, that's about it for today's show. We've got more to talk about, but it'll have to wait till next week. But you won't be here next week. You'll be ca- calling us from the woods, maybe. God, I'm scared to take the trip, guys. I just hope I just hope you don't have any more bad luck. You got to have some good luck coming your way. You betcha. Well, that's all I got, guys. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Billy, for coming in. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.